0: This meeting of the Movie Council is now in session.
1: Good evening, everybody. and Welcome to the Movie Council podcast. My name is Tim Sherry. I'm your host. I'm hanging out here tonight with my boys, my three bros, my three, let's just get it right out of the fucking way early. My esteemed colleagues, Fuck we yeah. are talking movies for the better part of the next hour hour and a half two hours we'll see how it goes this is season one episode 11 yippee-ki-yay motherfucker
2: i'll take it all right all right yeah, yeah. All right.
1: what do you guys do you I, like it?
2: Okay. I liked it yeah call back uh, AJ, the last episode
1: aj, AJ, yep. AJ i'm sorry what
3: it was a good callback to Thank last you. week.
1: That's <laughs> what I'm trying to do. I, just like what I did, like, is that my daughter? Like, I'm trying to reference was, the previous. That was great.
3: That's not
2: yeah. a bad uh, way to take it. I like it.
1: I, I but, think that, that's, that's how I'm working it right now. Uh, right. We'll okay. figure out the tagline at some point.
4: Okay. I'm not that, sure that's I what I want to make sure, as long as we end up with a, a, a tagline.
1: Yeah, but, like, uh, yeah. Uh, DP, is there a certain time frame of when we need to figure one out specifically? Yeah
4: before the podcast is done
1: okay so there's no end in sight
4: yes precisely
1: perfect all right so here we are (laughs) movie council podcast again i'm tim sherry i'm the host i'm you're also your ceo of the movie council we are hanging out tonight ready to talk some movies we have a really really cool topic tonight uh one that um yeah, we maybe are a little late to the party, but to be honest, we had our last couple of topics already picked out. So uh, we we need to do this one tonight. It's uh, it's really important for something that has happened in the movie community. Us being movie lovers, I think it's important that we do this, and we will get to that in a minute. But of course, we got to go around the panel. We got to talk to our boys. We got to talk to the experts the esteemed colleagues, and of course, like always, let's kick it off with my co-founder, my COO, my big brother, an amazing movie guy, Andrew Sherry. What's going on with you tonight, brother?
3: Doing good? Yeah, actually, I'll tell you how I'm doing. I'm a pedantic, pontificating, pretentious bastard, a belligerent old fart, a worthless steaming pile of cow dung figuratively speaking right yeah
1: yeah love it another one another don't say what movie because i will rip your throat out patrick swayze roadhouse style <laughs> uh, but besides uh, that,
3: all that i'm doing i'm doing i'm doing good it was a long week at work yep um i'm transferring offices so i'm in this yeah anyway but i'm glad to be at the weekend
1: now good yeah aren't we all man what a fucking week every week good, seems to suck, right yeah uh, of course, let me swing it over to my other big bro, my uh, my podcast creator, my uh, again a guy who's crushing social media. Another one, awesome on Instagram between you and Marky, awesome this wow. week, loving it. My uh, super sexy chief boy
4: toy Dan Sherry, what's going on with you tonight? How are hey, you yo. feeling? Hey, I'm doing great. Thanks, uh, thanks for having me again. Although. You know, really. Since I'm the producer, I should should be thanking me. But yeah, hey, there's uh, no choice. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, I'm super happy to be here. I love doing this, so uh, excited. Uh, I think tonight's topic is
2: uh,
4: you know a, a good one, and I'm, uh, I'm happy to do it. So, but let me just say real quick, uh, if you're listening, follow us. Check us out on Instagram, Twitter. We're at Movie Council Pod. Or send us an email, movie council pod at Gmail. GP, I meant to ask you actually when it comes to mm. you. Have you checked the email at
1: all? Or Oh, yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. Okay, good, good.
1: No, yeah. Completely empty
4: inbox, right? Oh, no, no. So, uh, so like this we said chunk, last week, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we told people to send us their uh, five movies. So, hmm. uh, we got this email from uh, it's at Guy I just made up. Uh, he says my five movies are uh, the three Star Wars prequels, mm. Green Lantern, and uh, Grease, which I think uh, an odd one. Yeah, uh, D-
1: yeah, DP, you should actually respond to that email. And see if he wants to come on the podcast. You,
4: you know what? I will. That's a good idea. We also right. got one from at Pat Bookerman who says. <laughs> he would bring five copies of um, a few good men just in case he loses any of them <laughs> and uh yeah it's, we we got a, a bunch more emails from our chinese listeners but, <laughs> but i you can't don't read speak them. Chinese. I, yeah i don't speak chinese <laughs> okay. so i don't yeah. know what they said but we got, we got a lot of emails that i've completely made up but DP, have you gotten any
1: one? um have you gotten any emails from deposed Nigerian princes who need your help with anything? <laughs> I,
4: I you know what? I felt bad, so we did help them. And so <laughs> oh, I'll God. tell you this. This podcast is about to go huge when the Nigerian prince starts promoting us. <laughs> no. yeah. It's gonna be awesome. Yeah, you have to help. You
1: have to help in that scenario. I mean, his father was the king. Yeah, exactly. I mean,
3: All
4: right.
1: All right, we put a log tail on that kite. All right, let's uh, <laughs> let me swing much. it on down to Charlotte, North Carolina. My boy, big fan, my brother from another mother, the sexy, sultry, handsome. These broads are going crazy over this guy on Twitter right now. I'm telling you, just based on his voice alone, they're going nuts. He is my uh, art director, my director of security. He is. My niece's husband, Mr. Marky Bondurant. What's going on, man?
2: Not much, man. Thanks. Thanks for that intro again. And uh, much appreciated. But am I on here just because I am your niece's husband? I just thought of that. Uh, no, yes.
1: well, no, uh, wait, dude. no, <laughs> no, for well, I mean, I can't speak for those two, but I can say of my nieces and nephews, Samantha ranks last, so I like <laughs> <Okay>. you. Oh. <laughs> That's a
3: joke, come on,
2: but that means uh, you picked me because you like me. Yeah,
1: you're a good dude, you're a good bro, and uh, you're a fantastic movie guy. And uh, how has your week been? How are you holding up right now?
2: Uh, my week's been all right, I didn't have to, uh, Go too far for work, you know, I travel a fair amount for work. I had to go to Tennessee and South Carolina. I think that was about it, so I didn't go too far. I was in Louisiana the week before. That's a long drive, but yeah. uh no, I got to spend some time with the wife and baby, so that was great
1: good, good we we're, we're all having good weeks. I take it. Uh, we're feeling good. We're talking movies. uh I mean, like I said, we're feeling as good as possible, you know, taking into account. The circumstances around us right now. Uh, We're doing as good as we can and we are going to talk movies tonight because it makes us feel good and we have a great topic tonight which I'm really interested in getting into. Uh, I have a feeling it it might go haywire uh, at some point um, based on some um, opinions I've gotten this week and that's a good thing. That is a good thing. We should all have our opinions. We are talking movies and we are talking how we feel about movies and we should not sugarcoat a motherfucking thing no matter the circumstance so this week my boy my chief boy toy it is his topic this week uh i loved what he uh he picked this week i'm gonna turn it over to him now dan talk about what your topic was what you asked us to do to get ready and uh anything else you want to talk about when it comes to this topic tonight it's all on you take it
4: all right thank you t dubs so uh it, you know if you're listening you saw the title it's uh, chadwick Bozeman. and uh put it all out there so by the time you hear this it's going to be two and a half weeks since he passed away um actually the night he passed away we were recording when we, we we got the news and due to my amazing editing and everything you guys didn't realize it but during the actual podcast yeah we you had like stopped. a little freak out yeah, yeah. <laughs> i yeah, had a little rough. freak out we stopped and talked about the fact that the news just dropped that chadwick boseman had passed away but also at that time we had already had the topic for the next podcast picked out and Like, I know it sounds like we're just flowing off our domes because, you know, such an amazing podcast, but we actually do kind of set stuff up in advance and do a little research and whatnot. So we had already had our next topic picked out, and so now how we are two weeks later and we're getting to our kind of in memoriam to Chadwick Boseman. So uh, I want to talk about a bunch of his movies, but in particular... His biggest one, which uh, really kind of propelled him into superstardom, which was Black Panther. So, uh, I asked the other members to watch Black Panther this week, and then any other uh, Chadwick Boseman movie they wanted to, so we could, uh, you know, talk about a a bunch of different ones. I personally, I watched Black Panther again for, I don't know, that eighth time. (laughs) Mm. or so you know but uh, I also I watched uh, he starred as Jackie Robinson in the movie 42 Um, I watched that he also starred as James Brown in the biopic Get On Up which was a truly a fabulous movie Uh, he was in this uh I you know kind of cop action movie called 21 Bridges that uh came out a couple of years ago which I also watched I believe Marky watched it as well. Indeed. And uh I know did I actually don't even know what everyone watched but he said he started as he
2: he TW did, a, did 42, right? Yeah, yes sir. So
4: but he he played a bunch of different uh like famous people so which I I do think it's an interesting uh, thing to do because, you know, if if you're playing a, a fictional character, you can just make it make that character your own. Right. But when you're playing an actual person, you need to embody that person. So it kind of takes a different skill set than just acting, you know.
2: Sure. Yeah. Well, you so. also did that uh, third good marshal. Uh, yeah, oh, Marshall, yes. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He
4: played uh Thurgood Marshall. And so it, it's a, I don't know, like I said, a, a different skill set than just making a character your own. He had to go into other people's shoes a, a bunch of times. And when, you know, two weeks ago when we heard about his death, it was such a shock. And, you know, in the days following, you find out that he, uh, had been fighting colon cancer for like four years yeah and finally succumbed and in that four years you look at his body of work and you see what he's done while you know battling this and it's it really is it's super super impressive and like I said I a, as a Marvel fanboy, I Hold Chadwick Boseman in high regard Because of the way he brought Black Panther to life So um, let's start off Let's talk about the movie Black Panther Uh, This was the second time Chadwick Boseman played the role of King T'Challa slash Black Panther Uh, First time was in Captain America Civil War That's right And in this one, the second time he gets his own movie um, to, you know, kind of typical like superhero story where, you know, the hero loses his superpowers and needs to gain them back to, you know, win the big fight. But I think with this movie, there was a lot more going on than just that kind of you know typical superhero story one of the theories i've heard put out there and i i don't know i i i, I see it but i don't know if i 100% buy it is this idea that the whole the, the movie was kind of an allegory for um like the 60s uh Like social movement with Dr. Martin Luther King and Mm -hmm. Malcolm X and how Black Panther kind of was the, or T'Challa embodying the ideals of Martin Luther King and Killmonger was more of the Malcolm X one, you know, there's more extreme and I kind of can see that, but at the same time, maybe it's because I'm, you know, the whole point of... (laughs) you know comic books and superhero movies is to escape from all that shit so maybe you know i do see it but at the same time i i kind of just loved black panther as a superhero movie yeah so marky i know like you're one of the other ones that have seen most of the marvel movies so let me hear your thoughts on black panther
2: So I really enjoyed that one. I thought that was great. And I loved how they decided to give that character uh, kind of like an origin story, if you will. I mean, it's not like a full-blown origin story. They kind of just do like a, in the beginning, they do like a little bit of a, almost like a flashback. And then throughout the movie, they sprinkle in some story to kind of give you, give the character and that character's background more depth. But I enjoyed that they, made the movie and took the time to explain more of the character because he did just appear in uh the civil war movie as like boom here's black panther like now black panther's here to fuck shit up so it was good it was good that uh you know they gave him his own movie because that that character does have a lot of interesting story and there's a, a lot of cool parts to it as as a standalone movie, I, I kind of see, like you were saying, the allegory between uh, Dr. King and Malcolm X. Um, I could see that. I think it's kind of loose, um, primarily because uh, Black Panther is also quite violent, you know, not nearly as violent yeah. as uh, Warmonger, but, you know, he's still out there whooping ass. Right. But, and uh, DP, you may be able to tell me uh, in the chronological timeline of the marvel studios the movies that were released do you know what number black panther was because it came out in uh 2018 so that would make it what like number 18 or something Yeah, somewhere right around there i think 18 sounds about 18 right then, in the in the in the marvel studios and yeah 17 or 18 somewhere around there yeah so i what i one thing that stood out to me in the black panther movie was the uh creativity and the kind of like technology and the special effects. What I thought was really cool was like their sandbox technology. Like it first showcases in the beginning of the movie when he's about to ambush that convoy and he's Mm -hmm. on a spaceship and like the, the sandbox like cop props up and he like picks up the truck and like looks at it. And then that, that sandbox thing comes into play later. I just like the ingenuity and like the creativity, because this is number 17, 18 or whatever in the Marvel studios movies. And they're still coming up with, Neat cool stuff to uh, show the viewers that you hadn't seen before. It, mm-hmm. I was when this movie was coming out, I was afraid that it was gonna be. Well, to be honest, a lot of these Marvel movies, I, I'm always kind of because I am a fan, but I'm always worried that like it's just beating a dead horse, you know, like how many times can you do this? You know, these special effects you can only do so much, but they've there's so many creative, smart and uh talented people behind these projects that keep making them fresh and this yeah. movie did feel very fresh yeah um, i think a
4: lot of that credit goes to ryan kugler who i think was, is a he's the director he was the director okay yeah he did yeah. uh like creed and then okay, this yeah. one and uh what's that fruitvale station i believe is okay the name so of he, it. he likes him some michael b jordan oh yeah big time <laughs> <laughs> But I think he, he's a really great director and I, you could feel his influence on this movie for sure. Yeah.
2: And um, another thing I really enjoyed about uh, Black Panther was uh, the character that Andy Circus played. Oh, I always I yeah. like Andy Circus. I mean, he's fantastic in mm-hmm. all of his, you know, movie roles and voice acting, whatever he chooses to do. But, this character that he played and he plays the same character in uh like age of Ultron, i think yes yeah. um where he's like this arms dealer and mm-hmm. he plays such like a piece of shit but it, it, he has a small role in that movie and this one he has a, a larger role and i'm kind of sad spoiler that he gets killed off in black panther because i thought he played such a good bad guy it'd be cool to see him around in some other things but you know bad guys got to die at some point so right overall yeah, no i was- really enjoyed the movie yeah,
4: he was fucking awesome. T.W. Dude, were were you a fan of uh of Andy Circus's uh you you Claw, who really like he he's one of those villains that like has such a good time being evil. Yeah. <laughs> he's always laughing. It's fucking tackling. fun to watch. Yeah. T.W. What, what were your thoughts on him?
1: uh yeah no i always like him he's uh he he's always a fun a fun guy to portray i liked him in in black panther i i liked um <sighs> so are we going to me right now to talk about the movie in general because yeah. I, I take it away i, 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 okay, I, I want to hear your
4: thoughts so because
1: um the movie itself it's first off it made like a trillion dollars so like i I can't talk shit um and i saw
2: not to side real quick tw but it was the first i believe uh marvel movie to return its investment in the same weekend
1: yeah uh in the box office something nominated for
2: best picture
1: yeah, it made something around like $1.3 billion overall in the box office. Damn. It was fucking ridiculous.
2: $202 million in like three or four days. Yeah, and the, in the, US. And, and, and the budget itself to
1: make the movie was 200 So they made their yeah. return in a weekend. Like, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed the movie. I wasn't jumping up and down about it. Like, it was the greatest thing I've ever seen. Uh, and if we're talking about Chadwick Boseman right now, as much as I thought he was terrific in the movie – For me, Michael B. Jordan stole the show. I really thought he was fucking incredible. He was so good. But DP, you briefly just... And you know me. You know how how the deep dives I take into these movies, especially when you even reference that historic thing uh, between um, Malcolm X and Martin Luther King. I really got deep into that. Mm -hmm. I think there was a lot going on there. I really do because... um, Earlier, on early on in both of their careers um for the civil rights movement they hated each other out of the gates they they uh, mm-hmm. later on they they got a mutual respect for each other and things like that but uh that i i think there was a very very loose parallel going on in the movie between those two because you had J- uh chadwick boseman's character who um wanted everything he he wanted he wanted all these uh he had these high uh aspirations but he wanted to to get to there peacefully michael b jordan's character who was kind of referencing malcolm x he didn't mind getting his hands his hands his hands bloody at all yeah uh, i think all, uh
4: one of the malcolm x things was uh by any means necessary
1: exactly yeah. and you look at also their their uh Malcolm X, he 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 lost his dad very very young. Uh, there is some argument as to whether it was you know white supremacists or it's like a car accident. There's all these different things going on, but it's it's a very very similar childhood. Michael B. Jordan's character and and Malcolm X. So I think there was something definitely going on there. Um, very uh, again, it was it was loose. But I liked that part of it. I really mm. dove deep into oh, that, sure. and I thought mm-hmm. that was a really, really cool thing they did. So I liked the movie. I didn't love it. I thought Chadwick Boseman was fucking awesome. Michael B. Jordan was better. Angela Bassett can get it. I mean, obviously, <laughs> uh, even 62 years old, Angela Bassett can get it. And uh, the girl, the other girl too, if from um, from uh, Lupita, yeah, Lupita Nyong'o. Uh, she uh, she's in. Um, what us and uh she's in something else. That I twelve years, to twelve years a slave. Twelve years a slave. She's a fucking monster in that movie. Yeah, she's. Uh, I think she she nominated, if not won an Academy Award. She won. She, won. she won. She's a beast. Yeah, an unbelievable cast. Um, mm-hmm. it just um, unbelievable cast. Awesome budding director who is going to do some really really great things. Um, I love that movie. Not because I thought the movie itself was incredible, but when you take those deep dives, like I like to take, I, 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 really, I really went deep and I thought, uh, I found a lot of really, really cool
3: parallels. Yeah,
1: yes, for sure. I mean,
2: I, I know uh, you and Andrew both, I'd like to hear what Andrew says, but uh, I know you guys aren't like, you know, the big uh, comic movie guys, but I do think that this movie has, besides the action, you know, you, you cut out the major action scenes in this movie, and the story does have a lot more kind of meat to it. Um, the, like the uh trying to do win the throne, like the, you know, there's like this rivalry for the King and these warring tribes. Like it's, it's a little bit more in depth. I feel like than the, some, you know, stereotypical comic movies that kind of surround it.
4: Yeah, totally. I agree. Uh, although, uh, like, like to me, the fact that this was nominated for Best Picture was surprising to me. I don't even think it was the best Marvel movie that came out that year. Well, when yeah. you <laughs> make
1: when you make eight trillion dollars on a movie or wherever the fuck they made, and it's that I mean, popular, th- 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 yeah, you got to so. give it some credit. And uh in the last, I forget how many years. It started. It used to be, you know, for the very for the longest time, the Academy Awards were just five movies. Now you can do; they can nominate up to about fucking ten. So, oh, really? yeah, yeah, th- so, that was something that happened maybe I don't know, six to ten years ago. I I, I don't know. Okay. I don't know years. Uh, but it, it was something in that in that phase. So, uh, that I, I'm not shocked that it was nominated for Best Picture. Oh no, I'm not. I, I, made,
4: you know, it was, I think it deserved it. Yeah, but uh. uh like I said, I also think a couple of other Marvel movies deserved it too. So Right, right. But uh, like I said, I you know, I do I do love it. I think it was great. And I also do think Michael B. Jordan kind of stole this movie. He was he's awesome. so good. And he's a monster. But but I see like the difference between he and Chadwick Boseman. Like Michael B. Jordan, his character had like this swagger about more, him that yeah like more charisma charisma that just mm-hmm. kind of took over but dp that goes into,
1: that goes into that point we're talking about 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 mlk and about malcolm x it's the same yeah. thing that's yeah. where malcolm x
4: exactly. got all his followers he was so charismatic right and chadwick boseman's character had this more kind of quiet yeah, reserve. Like, yeah, reserve. Like and,
2: and real, you know, really. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, aura he, he grew, he grew about up easy, him right?
4: that he could just kind of sit back and still have this strength about him. Yeah, and uh, like I said, it, it leads for Michael B. Jordan to steal the show, but Chadwick Boseman's portrayal, like, of this very kind of regal-centered character, was fucking awesome too so like i said michael b jordan may have stolen the show but i do think chadwick boseman was phenomenal he was amazing no he was great he was great the the cast in general is
1: amazing and i will say like that um that car chase scene they
4: have it's great
1: that is one of I, i saw that movie in the theater i remember literally like Putting, because you know, in the theaters now you recline in the seats. I remember putting that shit down so I could sit on the edge of my seat like, (laughs) holy fuck, like this is insane. And uh, that girl, again, Lupita, she is just such a badass, too. There were so many There were so many bad motherfuckers in yeah, this movie. And
4: uh, Denai Guerrero. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, she, she plays yeah. Michonne on The Walking Dead. Yeah, she yeah. Was, another bad motherfucker. She, she plays
2: yeah, yeah. a killer in The Walking Dead, and she plays a, a, a killer in this movie. She yeah. is a bad ass. Bad,
4: bad motherfucker. All the way. All right, around. Let's let AJ, let's get in yeah. here. Yeah, sorry to hear your yeah. thoughts, buddy.
2: AJ loves comic book what, movies. What do you think of
4: Black Panther?
3: First of all, let's not forget about Forrest Whitaker, okay? Mm. Yeah. Right. Another stud. He was fucking awesome. So I'm um, the dissenting opinion here. I didn't think Black Panther was very good at all. Mm. Yeah. Wow, um, not at all, really.
1: There's nothing wrong with
3: that. It was okay. below average, in my mm-hmm. opinion. There were some good action set pieces, but that's not really my thing. So, you know, may- maybe my opinion is, is, is warped or slanted based on, you know, my lack of enjoyment of action set pieces and i know you know the adrenaline boosting stuff i just can't get into it and i thought we're talking about chadwick Bozeman tonight i i don't know you guys thought with the the regality and stuff he was you know had this presence i thought it was kind of one note mm-hmm. yeah i don't know it okay. just kind of fell flat for me but i do agree with every uh whoever made the point first tw uh michael b jordan was a more compelling character and, and in my opinion it wasn't even close um he didn't get enough screen time for me uh obviously he didn't come to the forefront until some things were revealed you know he didn't come more to the forefront until things were revealed and you knew who mm-hmm. he really was and uh they didn't give sterling uh sterling brown enough uh, screen time either by the way he was in that movie too he's mm-hmm. awesome um, so they packed it full of stars, which Marvel movies tend to do. But um, not all of them get enough uh, enough screen time. I mean, I love Lupita Nyong'o, but she almost felt like a sidekick at times. Yeah. You know, I don't know, and I just think she deserved more. And I, I got to tell you, Ryan Coogler is a big fan of uh, like TW St. Michael B. Jordan, Creed yeah. and Fruitvale Station, all that. So he's that's his boy. So you know he. Gave him. I think he gave him the more compelling character, yeah. <laughs> to play, he yeah. he gave him that role. He he's he's uh, that's his guy. So so to me, I, I don't want to short shrift the movie. I thought there was some. I thought, thought the story was okay. So I'm not going to say it was terrible, but I just it really just wasn't my cup of tea.
1: Yeah, and to speak to that, DP, I will say if we're talking Marvel movies and the things that you ask us to watch. I feel Thor Ragnarok is by far the superior movie yeah. to Black Panther. I don't I don't even think it's that close. I, I
4: 100% agree with you. And they came out in the same year and Black Panther was nominated and Thor Ragnarok no. I was going to say that actually, Titi, I, no. I was actually going to ask
1: you about that like then that, we that, did. Thor Ragnarok movie.
4: is way way better. Yeah. Before
3: I jump before I jump off my comments uh, I will say that we, we had the episode on Take with TT. Actually my comments uh, reflect that I, I I think Ragnarok was a better film than Black Panther. Just yeah. if you compare so my is. comments, mm-hmm.
1: I mean for sure. So. I don't think that I, I really don't think there's a, a huge argument on that. To be honest, I think Thor Ragnarok clearly is the better movie. I think uh, right now in their careers, the director is better in Taika as opposed to Ragnarok. He's
3: better. Yeah, he, he's got. I mean, he's got 100%.
1: he's got yeah. a ways to go. I mean, obviously you know he can get there, but. Yeah, uh, not to take anything away from Black Panther because, it, again, I think it made one trillion dollars yes. overall. Uh, the, so, the
3: Marvel Cinematic Universe is, I mean, it, and that oh. movie was above and beyond all all of the, uh, you know, uh, ticket sales-wise. But
1: what What's the next step up
2: from a trillion? A gazillion, I believe. Okay, so yeah, I think a, Black Panther a, a made that. and then yeah. a gazillion. I think Black right.
1: Panther made that. Um,
2: Clearly,
3: but, it was compelling, and the you know, and the I, I don't know what was the 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 reason it made more than all these other movies specifically, but it did. Maybe because people saw him in that other movie, and they were all excited to see him get his own story. And
2: I don't know. And Michael B. Jordan was a big draw at the time too. You know, he was coming he was off, of a, yeah, coming, coming off of a Creed, Creed, right? Yeah,
4: yeah. Part yeah, be guy. honest, it's, it was. One of the first times like, you know, like young black kids could go and see a superhero That's movie true. with exactly a it. black man yep, as yep. like, this is my hero. He looks like me. So, yeah, and DP,
1: DP, not not just the character, because there have other, been other black superheroes, but this was the entire... The whole story the entirety. was around, yeah. Right. The entire... The good like, guy. The, the, the bad guy. Try, it, you you know, was all yeah. black, exactly. It was all centered around that. It was a great. You're right because
2: this was the this is like one of the first movies, like I mean, that to this caliber, where the side characters are white people instead of you know Mm -hmm. like a side character. Yeah, let's not forget.
3: Let's not forget Martin Freeman.
2: Exactly, Martin Freeman (laughs) and Andy Circus are the side characters. right they're some of the only like
3: Freeman was actually pretty good, and not actually like he's a good actor, but he's always good. Yeah, he was good. Yeah.
2: And yeah. But also, I kind of wanted to speak on the uh, – well, at least for me, the reason why I feel like I like uh, Thor Ragnarok a bit more, because I do like Thor Ragnarok a bit more than uh, Black Panther. I think it kind of goes into the just the, the overall – besides the directing, the overall just characters that are laid in front of you. Like, you know, because uh, T'Challa and his council, they are – there's a little bit of – Kind of, um, it's like TP, maybe TW was saying it like a little bit of like deadpan, or maybe AJ was saying it like deadpan delivery because you know they are like supposed to be regal, you know, they're like kings right, these regal and,
3: African, you know, kings yeah. and queens, so and, yeah, so they're
2: they, they are like straightforward, there's not like a there's a, only a little bit like his sister, uh, T'Challa's sister has like kind of like the comic relief in the family but mm-hmm. as opposed to Thor Ragnarok where just every character in that movie is just unhinged and just fucking wild, you know, it's where this movie, everyone is kind of playing a more serious role, which played great, but, you know, as opposed to like a goofy, uh, fucked up cast, it was a, uh, a more serious setting.
3: So, so I have to ask real quick because of course I've learned, because I didn't do this with Thor Ragnarok, that you got to wait till after the credits play, and there's something's going to happen. What? Who oh, was yeah. that dude? What was that scene? Oh, uh, n- yeah, nothing. So- I understood none of that.
4: That that was the Winter Soldier. That's uh, Bucky Barnes. He was Captain America's friend from the '40s who got captured by the Nazis or the Russians and like. Tested it on, it's a whole thing. Yeah, he's, he's <laughs> there's like, like five uh, movies we'd have to go over to,
2: no to tell that story. No clue. <laughs> and there's actually, I'm like, I don't
3: even know why I stay past the credits because <laughs> I have no idea what's going on. With these there's scenes. a uh, no idea,
2: there's almost like a little bit of an Easter egg. And um, at one part in Black Panther, when I forget the character's name, but it's uh, the uh, T'Challa's younger sister that's like the tech nerd, and yeah, she's, sure she he- makes. Shuri, she makes the comment that uh this is the second white boy that we get to fix up. Yes. And yeah. she's referring to the winter soldier. To the, the one you see at the battle. in the post. Yeah, I, I had no yeah.
3: idea what she was talking about.
2: Yeah, no, I didn't get that either. You gotta yeah. watch eighteen more movies to get that. Right. Reference. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not, going, uh, and I'm not going to
3: unless, <laughs> <laughs> unless and I'm not going to going to unless D P assigns us a Marvel movie every topic.
4: You know what? That's not
2: a bad idea. <laughs>
4: by the end of season 12 of the
2: movie council podcast you have watched all of the marvel movies. yeah right yeah. have no choice so all
4: right uh just one last thing i mean i might be the only one to to really have anything to say about this but before we walk away from black panther i guess the question is like what is next for black panther oh, now yeah. that chadwick bozman I was thinking about away. that tonight yeah do they recast the character do they just move on and have like sh- have him die in the storyline and have maybe his and- sister take over the mantle yeah. what do they do with black panther from here
2: yeah cuz you know as a studio they executive do. they guarantee they for sure had plans drawn up for a Black Panther two with Chadwick Boseman. Oh yeah, Boseman it's already been away. announced that it's coming up. So. Okay, yeah, but yeah, as far as a uh, secondary lineup, um, yeah, who's to say? I, I, I don't even want to speculate
1: yeah well marvel marvel has made it clear that they don't care if someone's dead they'll like just bring them back so like i don't know why you have the technology yeah why don't you just swing michael b jordan into the role come up <laughs> yeah. with an idea how he didn't actually die he he fucking right. he he actually went to some parallel universe and he lived through it they they always that have was a great explanation for how you're not dead in, yeah. in, the, in the marvel universe so and then you just right cast on.
4: michael b jordan as that's, that's black what panther i mean and it's, it's coogler it's
1: coogler who loves Michael <laughs> b. Jordan. you might as well just make michael b jordan black panther
4: you know that is the best idea i've heard yeah holy shit
1: <laughs> there's a reason oh he didn't die how his body fucking morphed into like a thought uh because what about he, uh, he, he went to some time portal and he lived. They they what, they know how to figure it out. They did that. What yeah. about uh, the what's the? professionals his thing.
3: What about what's his name? John David Washington. He's from. He's in that movie
4: Tenet. Uh, oh yeah, ah. yeah. He'd be great. Uh, yeah. So. Or, yeah, but we, but um, see, that's the thing. I would think, like Black recasting Klansman, him, right? Like recasting Black Panther, there'd be some blowback.
2: What about so the like guy maybe that maybe you just make guy that's Black Panther? Or the guy that's already, the guy that plays like the border, uh the tribe that's on the border. He's the same dude from yeah, uh, Get Trab Out guy. and uh, um, the what's the movie? Something in Slim. Um Queen he's of He's in Slim? Black Panther. Queen of Slim, yeah. 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 Queen of Slim. Yeah. yeah, he's in he's in Black Panther. He was the friend of T'Challa. Yeah.
3: So. Or the guy from the Warring Tribe who uh, Winston Duke there, who was uh right. the big dude. He was in uh, he was in us. That's right. Husband. Yeah, he was awesome in us.
2: He was, yeah. He played a much different character in that one. Oh
3: my god, he was hilarious. Yeah.
2: Which he was, which is funny because he was just as big in us, but he was like yeah. a little bit like of a, a little bit of a softy. Yeah. Us, he, you know? yeah. But that guy, that guy is a beast.
3: Well, when this four doppelganger standing at the end of your driveway, I mean, that'll yeah. freak anyone out. That's yeah, that's
1: fucking great. I mean, all right, well, DP, so
4: we'll get through Black Panther. Yeah. Like, uh, so you look asked us to else, uh, shit. TW, you watched 42? I did. This week? G- you did. G- give me your thoughts, homie.
1: Um, okay, so l- if we're just talking Chadwick Boseman in that movie, uh, Out of the Gate, he's great, he's terrific. Um, yes. playing Jackie Robinson is not easy because when you really think about it, it is one of the more restrained roles you'll have to play because he was brought to the Brooklyn Dodgers from Branch Rickey. And the whole thing, part of the reason he brought him um, to the Dodgers was because he thought he could handle what was going to happen to him once he got on the field as the first black baseball player. Um, Because, you know, he, he, he'd been in the military. He, you know, he, he had a track record that showed that he could, he, he could handle that shit. So, basically, he played it was just a two hour movie of him getting you know people yelling the fucking end bomb at him while he's <laughs> on the field, and he has to just kind of grit and bear it, and he does as good a job as he can um as Jackie Robinson. I thought he did a good job again, it had to be understated um the movie itself eh
4: I don't it's, know it was very cookie cutter. Exactly, like, that was my Harrison with Ford was very, like, ugh. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say,
1: here's a better word for Harrison Ford. He was terrible as yeah. Brad He was like, like ugh. Like, when have you ever seen a Harrison Ford movie outside of The Fugitive and went, hey man, Harrison Ford stole the show? Like, when the <laughs> fuck has that ever happened? In Con Harrison Solo, Ford's I life, think, yeah. oh yeah, well, no, um, <laughs> 1978. <laughs> no, he didn't even. Uh, uh, he's just—he's not a good actor. I have no problem with Harrison Ford. There's been some movie, uh, the fugitive, again, the fugitive. I like him in it. I mean, Tommy Lee Jones completely was be- was way better Solo. than him in that movie. R-
3: R.ector Howard outshined him in Blade Runner.
1: Yeah, I mean, just in general, yeah. he's just—he's not very Indiana good. Indiana Jones. Uh, but the great better. Come on, son. The movie itself. Uh, 42, the movie itself. You're right, DP. Extremely cookie cutter. Um, very cheesy. I was shocked that it had a, uh, on Rotten Tomatoes, it had an 80% critics rating and like an 85% viewer rating. Uh,
4: to me, that's because of Chadwick Boseman. I think Chadwick yeah. Boseman was so good as Jackie Robin. I he thought was. he did a great job. He was, it was. He had shit to work with, but I thought he did great. So. Yeah, the
1: movie was so overly cheesy and ridiculous. But what I will say, and what I really liked about him, because you, know, I, you guys know me, I'm a, a baseball purist, I, I, I lo- and I love history at the same time. So I know a lot about Jackie Robinson. And one of the things about Jackie Robinson is even after he got out of uh, playing baseball, he still never felt like he did enough for the rights of black people as far as uh, just not just in baseball, just civil rights in general. And when he got out of baseball, he was just, he was angry still. He was angry. He was, he, he uh, constantly fought for civil rights and he died very young. He died. He was 52 years old. Mm -hmm. And when he died, he was still fucking angry. I remember watching a documentary about him and that's what a lot of those, the people that said that were around him was he never got over what happened to him. You know how he had to grin and bear it for those like 10 years he was in the in the majors yeah. and uh, opponents and teammates and crowds screaming at him, telling him he didn't belong on the field. He never got over it. And I think um, Chadwick Boseman did a really, really good job of playing that really understated version of Jackie Robinson, which is what he was. He didn't have another version of that. He didn't have another option and uh even at the end like yeah it ended happy and hokey but like i said when he left baseball he was miserable and he was miserable until the day he died and i think uh i think i think bozeman did a good job of illustrating that
4: yeah for sure
2: i haven't seen that movie so it follows uh like how much of jackie robinson's life like is it like a full biopic not a full i mean they uh they
1: pretty much pick it up when he is in the Negro leagues Uh and branch Ricky, which is played by Harrison Ford decides he wants to bring a Negro player into the league. And um, they actually talk about it. They go, it's actually kind of funny because they were talking uh, about like, all right, how about Roy Campanella? And they're like, nah, he's too sweet. But if you actually look at history, they literally signed Roy Campanella the next year. And Roy Hmm. Campanella won three fucking MVPs. uh eight he went to eight all-star games in 10 years uh he was a better player than jackie robinson because so he went uh, three mvps eight all-star games jackie robinson was six all-star games and one mvp yet jackie robinson went into the hall of fame on the first ballot it took seven for roy campanella uh so it was uh like well we shouldn't put him on the team the next year they did oh should we bring satchel page nah he's too old um which they he only uh he only went into the league very 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 briefly but uh it yeah like i said it 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 started with him in the negro leagues they were on like a bus trip um and he wanted to use a public restroom and the guy at the gas station was like you can't use that boy and then yeah. somebody showed up and was like hey want to come to the majors it was very formulating <laughs> yeah. uh, it was a little too easy they didn't really get to it uh, yeah, so they didn't talk they about didn't his childhood. They deep didn't, into yeah, it, so. They didn't talk about what happened after he left the majors. It was just, wow. I mean, not even. It was actually just his first year in the league. Yeah, That's I was gonna say made.
4: basically. I think the first two, maybe at uh, most. He, yeah. He, he, well, he started it showed off, a little bit. Yeah.
1: He started off in the minors with Montreal, and then he ended up playing for Brooklyn. He never even went to mm-hmm. Canada, and uh, he, yeah, it was, it was basically. And that was a year – he was playing first base that fucking season. He wasn't even – he didn't even move to second base yet. Um, but I did love some of the historical stuff. Like, people – like, all the people who were in the movie uh, were real people, Pee Wee Reese and Enos Slaughter. And I like that part of it, again, because I'm a baseball purist. But uh, I think the movie lacked a lot of, um, a lot of substance. I think yes. – with the right person and you know what's fucked up by the way do you know who wrote and directed that movie was his name is brian helgeland and this is a thing and this this actually tracks helgeland. back to Hel- helgeland this like this tracks back to our pat our previous episodes that dude also wrote la confidential oh that's right do you know that's what else I he wrote you know what else he wrote the screenplay for aj mystic motherfucking river <laughs> that Kant wrote one of my favorite movies and then one of my most hated movies on the goddamn planet Funny. and he wrote and directed 42 so um i didn't love the movie i thought chadwick Bozeman was good i thought uh harrison ford was harrison ford who's terrible yeah. um but uh you know again but again it, was it,
4: just- it wasn't a great movie but i think Bozeman did a great job <laughs> in it so He was the only one who
1: pulled his weight in that movie. That's what I felt. So he did a good job.
4: AJ, I don't even know what other Chadwick Boseman movie you watched this week. Did you watch any other Chadwick Boseman movies? This this is going to get nasty, just so you know. Oh, boy. Okay. I
3: tried to watch one. I lost the plot about 35 minutes in, and I couldn't pick it back up again. It was Message from the King. On Netflix, that's more on you
4: than the movie because that wasn't a very deep story.
3: (laughs) I just lost the story. I think I was checking my email. It wasn't good, so I stopped watching it for a bit. I tried to pick it back up again. It was. I just. I just turned it off.
2: That one's on Netflix right now.
3: Yeah, but it wasn't good at the point where I was fading from it. So it was losing me. That's why I couldn't pick it back up because I went and checked email. The email was important. Okay. The movie was trash.
4: Okay, cool. Marky, I know but you watched that I did watch I did. No, bridges, hold on. right. Hold on. I watched
3: a movie. <laughs> okay. I watched one of his movies. All right, hold on one second. Marky,
4: so you watched... Oh,
3: okay. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Go, go. I watched uh the 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 third good Marshall biopic. Marshall.
4: Oh you oh, no, no, did oh, watch that. Sweet. All right. I All didn't right. get so, to watch it. I want to hear about this. Okay. Give us a breakdown. So it's
3: very similar to forty-two in that it's got like a happy hokey ending, in a way. Mm-hmm. It focuses on base, You know, Thurgood Marshall tried thirty-two civil rights cases and only lost three. He was Supreme wow. Court Justice. He it was Brown versus the Board of Education. He, I yeah. mean, he, this guy was Bam. legit. No, oh, yeah.
1: You know,
3: Martin, Martin King Luther King. King bowed to that guy. Like he, you know what I mean? He was, he was, he was amazing. Stud. They focused. He they, was total stud. They focused on basically one case. It was a very small story. Mm-hmm. One case where this guy, once again, played by Sterling Brown. He's in this one, too. He's a good actor. He who plays Sterling Brown
2: guy? You mentioned him earlier.
3: Yeah, he plays uh, He's in uh, Black Panther. He plays the brother of the uh, who's he? He plays the brother of the former king who he ends up having okay. to kill. Okay. He's in, the, yeah, he's, yeah, in yeah. O- he's in Oakland. He's in that room. Yeah. Is he on that
4: show? This is Us. Is that the same? he's on oh, This Is Us. Yeah, awesome. The show This Is Us. yes. Was he in the O.J. Simpson yeah. Thing? Yeah. yeah. Yes, he, well, Christopher he was. Christopher awesome, he, he did. He's on. Awesome. Yeah, was Christopher Darden in that O.J. It's so, amazing. He, he,
2: he, I and think so he was the in cast, a new Predator movie, which was not good. Yeah. <laughs> in any Side event, the, the cast
4: is <laughs> the cast
3: is good. It's obviously Chadwick Boseman as Thurgood Marshall. It's um, Sterling K. Brown as the defendant in this case where he's accused of uh, raping this white woman who he was working for as a driver, uh, played by Kate Hudson. Kate really? Hudson. Really. And then the dude from uh, uh, L.A. Confidential, the police chief, what's his name, Cromwell?
2: Mm-hmm. James, James Cromwell. Cromwell. Yeah, he
3: yeah. plays the judge.
2: Does he play ah. an Irish judge? <laughs> what's that? Does he play an Irish judge? No. Um, no, Irish people weren't allowed to be judges. Back then.
3: <laughs> Dan Stevens. Do you guys know who Dan Stevens still is?
2: Still not. Dan Stevens. Um, he's in the
3: show Legion.
2: Is he the uh, the younger he's, guy?
3: He's pretty. Uh, he's fairly young. He plays the prosecuting attorney. Is he the then English jo- guy? Sorry. No, I don't think he's English. <laughs> I might be wrong. He's. Oh. Uh, he's the that. prosecuting attorney. Would you stop interrupting me, Marky yeah. I'm losing my on, train Marky. of thought here. Right. <laughs> I'm not even. I'm not even drinking. I. Uh, I, I can't. I can't keep my shit sake,
4: together. For I am. <laughs> All Josh, right. I, come on! I really want to hear about Sh- Marshall. So Josh.
3: Josh Gad plays. Uh, so what happens is right. Darien Marshall gets called in. For the, he's representing the NAACP, and he comes in, and he wants to help this guy out. But when they go into the, but he has to be. He's an out-of-state attorney, so he has to be, sort of brought brought in there by someone in-state. So this white attorney played by Josh Gad, I don't know if you guys know who he is, Yeah, heavy set yeah, guy yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. spends yeah. some comedy Frozen. stuff.
2: Yeah, he's a funny guy.
1: Yeah, yeah Frozen, what you said. He was, uh, he was in yeah. the original Book of Mormon on Broadway. Yes, he was. Yes, right? he was.
3: Correct. So he brings him in, and, they go, and when they go in for the arraignment and all this stuff, the judge won't let Thurgood Marshall talk. He won't let him try the case. He says he can't even speak in his courtroom. He can't make arguments in the courtroom. So Josh Gad has to—he has to try the case. But basically, Marshall's his like, uh, you know, his um, Cyrano uh, de Bergerac. His, yeah, yeah, his yeah. Like, he does, he's like his pup. Like Josh Gad's his puppet.
4: He's yes. just trying the case. Oh,
3: that's awesome. You know, good Marshall's really trying the case, you know. <laughs> but it does have a happy okay ending. The guy gets off. She she did just have consensual sex with him because her husband was a piece of shit and he was out, you know, on some business trip or whatever. And then she freaked out thinking she was gonna get caught and this whole thing goes on. Anyway, Bozeman's good. Like I think he's he's it plays Marshall with a kind of swagger. Mm-hmm you know within a confidence and sort of like a uh, never say die he doesn't want to uh, make a deal they offer deals throughout the course of it a couple times he does not want to make a deal because he's standing he's civil rights he's not going to allow someone you know to be imprisoned wrong uh, black men to be imprisoned wrongfully that he's going to try it to the end he's going to you know, and and his big thing with the defendant was, if, if be honest with me, if you didn't do it, I will fight for you till the very end of this. And the guy gets off, but Marshall's already left. He's moved on to his next case. The other guy, you know, the the Josh Gad hears the the verdict. They talk about whatever, but does end hokey where he ends up in another town, and they're like, oh, Mister Marshall, glad you're here. <laughs> you know, down right, southern. Yeah. I can't do a southern <laughs> accent. No, I make you simple. You know, like, oh, <laughs> Mr. Marshall,
2: so glad that you're here Yeah, 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 yeah,
3: yeah thank you <laughs> We're going to make you a nice supper
0: you know? Yeah, uh, I will like, oh, my
3: briefcase on the train You know um, So I didn't think the movie was great There was a lot of like uh, like Exposition dumps Where you just learn about the target Marshall Because you just randomly tell someone like Shit about his life, like, yeah. oh yeah, I've. tried hey, hey sp-
4: person I've met in the diner. Let me tell you about my son. <laughs> right, yeah. right. He just tells
3: all this, like, I went to uh Howard University and then I sued University of Maryland because they didn't let me in, and then blah 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 blah. Like, it's just there's a lot of that sort of stuff with like info yeah. dumps and you know this exposition that you know just doesn't come naturally because they're telling this very small story, this one case, so you don't get to see like the spanning of time and you know, and then they do. Do at the end like all these, that information about Marshall that about his career and all this stuff, which is fine, but I would have preferred if they did something a little more extensive about him rather than this smaller story, Mm. Um, because it just I don't know he's an
4: interesting historical figure, right? Yeah, so
3: right, and it did so it just kind of fell flat in that way, but I thought Bozeman played it with a kind of swagger, and I thought he was. It, it, it kind of worked after, after like, um, seeing that message from from the king. It's just not his fault. The movie just wasn't good. But to come to Marshall, which, which was very kind of paint by numbers in some ways. And, but he did a good job with what he was like, to T.W.'s point. He did what he could with the part. He was the star right. of the show. You know, and the other characters were kind of just there to fill their roles. And he was, you know, the, the main attraction. And he did good with it that's
4: all i got for that yeah nice so uh i i want to say aj i did actually watch message from the king on netflix and you're right it's not good (laughs) yeah it's garbage (laughs) it's not good it really kind of felt like uh you know the director was like hey you're really good as like this african king yeah so now we're like going right to just have time, you right? be yeah. African and your last name is King. <laughs> and uh, y- You know, and it was same like the,
3: accent, the whole thing.
4: Yeah, and, and it wasn't good and they tried to have this like gritty realism to it. Ugh. And it I was actually just about to all. ask what the movie was
1: about, but yeah, you it was, just explained it. So. Yeah. I was thinking
2: about watching it since it was free yeah, on he's Netflix. Looking, but, he's,
3: looking yeah, his, it, he's looking for his sister. And,
2: it's like a and, Death Wish it, type it, great
4: Yeah. Type movie, like a revenge movie.
2: Is it violent enough to where I would like it?
4: Not quite. Almost. You know, maybe it will be. There is some pretty violent scenes in it, but.
2: Intuitive violence can win me over.
4: Yeah. But, like, for me, like, I like kind of over the top Mm -hmm. action, say, uh, like a cop movie. In New York, where there's some fucking crazy awesome action, like maybe Twenty One Bridges.
2: Nice segue. Does anyone
4: here happen to watch Twenty One Bridges? Markie?
2: I just happened to have watched Twenty One Bridges. Thank you, DP. Um,
3: Marky, good.
2: <laughs> good,
3: <laughs> good, Marky.
2: Um, you know, real quick though, before we jump into Twenty One Bridges, oh, yeah, um, uh a couple of things when I was looking up a little bit of Chadwick Bozeman before uh, we, we got started tonight, I found that he was uh, born and then did high school in Anderson, South Carolina, which is actually quite close to me. I've done, uh, I've had to be in Anderson, South Carolina, quite a few times for work. That's only uh, a little more than two hours away from me. It's not too far away from Clemson, but Anderson itself there's not a lot going on down there. You know that is a South Carolina um, old school town, and for a guy like him to come from an area like that, and then I, you know, reading a little bit of his biography, I know he went on to do, uh, I think, college in Washington D.C., bachelor's in directing, and then uh, I think Denzel Washington helped him along the way to get into some sort of like, was it Oxford? Hmm. Acting school, he, he he did, like some real, uh, no joke shit in some uh, very reputable schools. And then he went to Los Angeles in 2008. And then, uh, we all know that he, you know, had that battle with the colon cancer for four years, um, passed away in 2020. So I guess maybe that started in uh, 2016. But he had uh, 21 Bridges in 2019, Black Panther in 2018 um you know these other movies that we're talking about do you guys remember what years so those came out like he was just like slamming them out
4: from the king i think it was 2018 or 2019 as well um yeah and, uh, some of the other ones like jackie uh 42 uh get on up were like 2013 2014 okay, cool. so
1: yeah, Mark, he actually went, he went to Howard University. I, I watched a, uh, a commencement speech that he did a few years back there. It was fucking incredible. I mean, what a wonderful man. Uh, just unreal. And uh, in, that, in that time that he had colon cancer, I mean, he did – he filmed like seven movies while he was sick. Yeah, while he was sick. He you know, did
4: Black Panther, Avengers maybe. Infinity War, Avengers Endgame. Like, like these that, huge yeah. – physical productions too. This wasn't him just like Marlon Brando sitting in a chair petting a cat acting. This was like physical extensive. acting he had to do yeah. Yeah. and i re-
1: I remember uh, like uh probably like a year ago there were pictures that came out that people were like skinny shaming this fucking guy I'd be like why has he lost so much weight yeah. like, uh, <laughs> you hollywood cunts go fuck yourselves like they didn't i mean obviously they didn't know but they were shitting on him for being so skinny yet yeah, he mm-hmm. was dying and he yeah. never told anybody no he himself.
2: kept it
4: yeah it's one of those things sorry before we go to 21 bridges that's one of those things that i find so kind of impressive about his character this is a guy that didn't like he didn't want to be treated differently because of you know what he was going through he wanted he didn't want anyone to know because he just wanted to be treated like you know an actor doing a role he didn't want special treatment he didn't want the outpouring of support mm. like he just wanted to fucking act and do his thing and not be bothered and i also think he truly believed he was gonna beat this too yeah i think that there that was part of him part. that was so positive that thought i'm gonna fucking beat this thing so why bother telling anyone? on you know, because I'm just going to come out on top. So who cares? Yeah. So, which you know, in the end, is fucking heartbreaking. But while it's happening, that is, that's the fucking attitude to have. Yeah. If you're going through something like that, you know, be positive, and you know, fucking live your life and do your thing. And I, that's what I I find so. You know, uplifting and inspiring from Chad McBoseman is how he handled all of this.
2: So, just I I would like to think that he told the people close to him, like his family and friends, what he was going through. Oh, sure. But there's no reason to fucking tell a Hollywood executive, you know, what you're doing. Especially because, honestly, I would think that if you told some. Multi-million dollar executive that you're going through chemo that he's like oh okay and then he's going to mix you from the you know call sheet on this major pro- production that you're doing I, that's not out of the question Um, right. so you know you know fuck those guys but I, I hope that he did tell you know the the general public doesn't need to know what he right. was going through yeah I'm sure I,
4: his close family and friends all I hope knew, they did but yeah so um. But let's go to cuz i got to be honest 21 bridges is one of my favorite chadwick Boseman movies yeah. i've watched i thought it was fucking great i liked it a lot
2: yeah and 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 uh, i just got one more thing before we jump onto that uh oh, um, sure sure sorry j- no i mean it's it's j- just a little thing that I, uh it was like an IMVD, um like a trivia maybe or a biography that i was reading and it it kind of gave me chills when i was reading it but it said that uh you know, he was battling colon cancer for four years um, at at the end of his career, and then during that time, he was also involved in some of the, or not some of. He was involved the most successful movies in history. Like uh, you can shit on Marvel movies if you want, but he was involved in the most profitable and huge movies so far mm-hmm. in history. So yeah. and that I feel like that says a lot, but um, so going on to Twenty One Bridges, and I'll segue it with uh, uh, AJ was talking about this swagger that he saw Chadwick Boseman have, and uh, Marshall, I saw the same swagger in um, Twenty One Bridges, and and a little bit of it in uh, Black Panther, but. I can't help but think and uh my wife Sam was walking by the, the the TV when I was watching 21 Bridges and she made a Denzel comment. She's like is that Den, is that young Denzel and then she was like oh wait what are you watching? And you know it's it is almost like he's he's starting to encapsulate like that swagger of Denzel and I know from what I've read that they were friends, you know Denzel helped them and it really does look like he's starting to embody that uh that guy but in 21 Bridges 2019 he was quite thin as compared to the uh, Chadwick Bozeman and Black panther you know he's, mm. you see him with his shirt off and black panther he's jacked and uh, twenty one bridges you never see him shirtless unfortunately, but you can tell that <laughs> he's, you can tell that he's a, a little bit less in weight yes a j no unfortunately unfortunately <laughs> um, but yeah you could tell that you know it from what you were saying tw like the you the know, uh, people that were talking shit like almost like body shaming him like why are you so skinny they didn't know i think for sure when he was doing 21 bridges he was going through some serious treatment treatment oh yeah, yeah. Because he, w- he was quite a bit thinner in that movie the poor guy. but Fuck. that did not detract from his ability as an actor in the movie he was still mm-hmm. very physical he had like some uh some full on like sprint scenes in that movie, which, you know, he maybe looked a little bit, I've never seen him in a full on sprint at his healthiest. So maybe he just always runs at that speed. Marky real real quick. What, like what I, I don't know what that movie is. Oh, okay. Okay, Sorry. Yeah. Let me, let me uh, start from the beginning. It's a, uh, a good description that I saw that I'm going to go ahead and use is that it is a modern Western set in New York. So it's huh. a cop movie, okay. but it's yeah. v- it's very much like good guy good ba- good guy, bad guy shootout. Um there's the uh you know bad sheriff in town, there's the good guy in town, there's, you know, the the bad uh shooters, but it's a very contemporary um modern day New York City. And right. um, Chadwick Bozeman plays a detective where he's lost his father that was also a cop. So he's got this hard nose almost Dirty Harry attitude of shooting suspects and there's this uh, these uh, cop killers that are in the city and Chadwick Boseman is able to make the call to shut the city down shut Manhattan down and, right. that's why and it's to called close
4: 21- all the bridges leaving Ma- Manhattan exactly. just 21 bridges, 21 left bridges. In Manhattan. So, so he shuts them all down to hunt down these cop killers on the in the middle of, of the night
1: That sounds great, actually. That sounds lovely. It's
2: it's a great premise. Um, it's not a terrible movie, but unfortunately, like I felt like there's there's uh they could have worked with that premise a little bit better. And I'll tell you a little bit why I think so, because there's the the idea of just the title, 21 Bridges, gotta shut down the island, gotta catch these cop killers. The title and that idea, that premise which is surrounding the whole movie, only comes into play essentially just like in, in one scene when they yeah. say like shut the island down yeah. like there's no there's nothing where like the bad guys are like fuck we can't get out here like we're yeah, trapped nothing you know, like. ever <laughs> happens near a bridge <laughs> no yeah like it, that is the downside of it yeah like that that the whole title doesn't even really play into the movie or the idea but the fact they, they are hunting these guys and um i like the movie but there was all it was also very predictable and there was uh, some um, the story itself had been done, not in this exact fashion, but a large part of this story had been done a lot of times before, where there's a good cop that's not looked at in the best light, and then he ends up doing the good thing, and he ends up taking yeah. down all the bad cops that are actually like, you know, far worse than him. So And uh, J.K. Simmons is like, plays like a precinct, uh, is it a chief or a captain, I guess, precinct captain. Love um, him, by the yeah, way. Yeah, he did great in that movie. Now
3: now I'm listening.
2: Yeah, he's a stud. <laughs> um, Sienna Miller, <clears throat> the English broad, uh, plays like a... a Can nar- get it. Yeah, which, you know, she is English, and I thought her character was okay, but what got me was right out the gate, she plays this just raunchy, street New York accent and then as the movie yes. goes on it kind of wavers like sometimes it's like really thick and then sometimes it's just non-existent which I feel like is kind of typical for uh you know an English or anybody that's not from New York that's trying to play this like uh street wise person but uh no Chadwick Boseman killed it and you know he he plays like this almost like a sharpshooter like I said like a dirty hairy kind of guy mm. he's, he's known for blasting away perps and at the, at the beginning, he's like reserved, like, I ain't going to shoot, you know, like, no. I'm, you know, we need to bring him in for questioning. And by the end of the movie, he's just shooting fucking everybody. And it's, there's some great shootouts in the movie, which, like I was mentioning earlier, you know, the more violence, the gratuitous violence, right. you can win me over. Yeah, and so see, there were some great shootouts.
4: Yeah, see, that's what I loved about it. So, like I said, a message from the king trying to have this, like, gritty realism. And 21 Bridges was, like, it felt like a throwback to, like, those 90s lethal weapon movies. Just so where just fucking shoot them up. Let's have some explosions and yeah. have a good fucking time making a movie. <laughs> and that's what this one felt like to me. Like, a very 90s kick-ass fucking cop movie. Yeah. and. I fucking loved it. It was like up until uh just a little while ago it was my favorite one I watched
2: uh, uh, out of the Chadwick Boseman movies yes. or uh, yeah. Yeah. There was the one thing that that got me on um the the shooting in that movie, you know, uh, well, you can't really slight the uh magazine capacity right because uh, most Hollywood movies don't ever adhere to Oh yeah. You know People so fire you, you for- seventy seven yeah, yeah. you can forget about that their magazine yeah <laughs> so I could I could forgive that because that happens all the time but one thing that really got me was at one point Chadwick Bozeman and Sienna Miller took cover behind a forklift and he was directly behind a propane tank like shooting his pistol like as cover and bullets were
3: like beow, 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 beow,
2: all around this propane tank and he's just like using this explosive device as a barrier. but that got me a little bit um but overall it was was a pretty fun movie it could have been better but i didn't uh dislike it yeah it it was super
4: fun yeah yeah i enjoyed watching it so
2: but but so
1: i mean i i haven't seen it i I will absolutely watch it i love cop shoot 'em ups it's it's one of my favorite genres and it's
4: a good one it's yeah
1: so, uh, like a,
4: a bit over the top, not realistic, just super f- yeah. fun yeah. cop shoot 'em up yeah. movie. So I like that. Um,
1: so that leads us to, to, to DP for. Uh, yeah, my Game last m'm one. Up, right? I, I see, just I, watched it earlier. I, I'm going to be honest with you. This is one of the ones I was really interested in hearing from you. I, I, I just did not get a chance. I watched 42 this week. I watched Black Panther again. I did not have a chance to watch something else. And that was, Get On Up was the one other one I wanted to watch because I really thought it was going to be the type of movie, especially what's so crazy about Chadwick Boseman is normally you need to be like a ridiculously established actor to play these unbelievably important roles and this motherfucker plays James Brown, yeah. Thurgood, Marshall, Jackie Robinson, and he like, he's a good actor, but like he, he hadn't established himself first. I don't know like how that started. Why well, this guy just started doing biopics? But uh, I thought he did a great job with them. So I'm really, I'm yeah. really interested just to hear what you thought about about him do, playing James Brown.
4: Yeah. So, um, like I said, I've watched Black Panther and Message from the King and Twenty One Bridges and Forty Two his portrayal of james brown far and away his best performance in my book he was fucking phenomenal as james brown he played like 20 year old james brown 30 year old james brown 60 year old james brown like they had the whole gamut of james brown's life and he played you know every different version of james like it, and especially like James Brown, was a fucked up dude. Oh, yeah. like my God, that he wasn't a great person. No, you know? he that's, had his he, serious, he, that's why serious, serious issues. I was,
1: that's why I was so interested in hearing your portrayal, yeah, uh, what you thought because I know James Brown was obviously oh. a genius, but a very very mm-hmm. troubled human being.
4: Yeah. He was like a piece of
1: shit. Yeah. That's a, he was like <laughs> and, a piece of shit. But,
4: <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was getting at.
1: But you just, you know, you didn't sugarcoat
4: it. Congratulations. And, and, yeah. He, and, and there are some great scenes that really showed like the two sides. Like I said, he was a genius. There's this awesome scene, Um, which by the way, so get on up, by the way, I didn't oh. even realize the <clears throat> cast that, that this movie has like it is All right. so Chadwick Boseman obviously you know was in it um Dan Aykroyd is in this oh, movie nice. Octavius Spencer Viola Davis Ooh. um Lenny James the dude from Walking Dead uh, Craig Robinson is in this movie I love Craig Robinson uh Aloe Black who a musician who got completely ripped off by a but that's another whole story. He's dead. Um, <laughs> yeah. But just like this absolutely amazing cast and the whole movie, um, you know, they show snippets from James Brown's childhood up through his whole career. And, um, like I said, the, a couple of the highlights This is this great scene. Craig Robinson plays uh, Maceo Parker, the saxophonist. He was, you know, in James Brown's band. He was a big part of Parliament Funkadelic. Also nice. great solo artist on his own. And there's this great scene where um, James Brown and he are going back and forth with James. They're in a, you know, session and James telling the drummer, basically, he's like, hey, you know, I need you to go mm-mm at this point. And basically saying, telling the drummer to, like, hit the snare on the downbeat. And Maceo Parker's telling him, no, 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 that's not how music works, you know? We all got to be in the same time. And James is like, well, does it sound good when you play it this way? Is it feel good when you play it this way? Then just play it the way I say to play it. And then they play it his way, And it sounds fucking amazing. And it's like, ah, you know, this is how James Brown became so, became James Brown because musically he's, you know, he doesn't know all the fucking terms for what he's talking about, Mm. but he's a fucking musical genius. Mm. And then the next scene is him punching his fucking wife in the face (laughs) because, like, they were giving out Christmas presents to the fucking local kids and he caught some guy looking down her shirt. So he fucking blamed her and punched her in the fucking face. It's like, no, that's what that's, the
1: that's, fuck is wrong with you, dude? That's normal. That's normal behavior. Yeah.
4: <laughs> and it's just, it, you know, like I said, and Chadwick Boseman's performance is fucking amazing. Like, so different from what he did as T'Challa, so different from what he did in. As Jackie Robinson and then 21 Bridges, like a completely different fucking character. And what he amazing. is so, so goddamn good. And uh, all right, one more. Uh, uh, and sorry, but this, this scene to me was amazing. And I had to do a little kind of Googling to get more of the story on it. But uh, the night after Martin Luther King was assassinated, James Brown played a concert at the Boston garden. And at that concert, basically he stopped a riot from happening. Yeah. Like with his music, there's a, like the a concert movie in a documentary called the night James Brown saved Boston. Yeah. And you know, they cover it, you know, briefly in this movie, but it 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 was so fucking badass, the way, like, you know, he's trying to do a show, and he's talking about how, you know, they, they wanted, the mayor of Boston wanted to cancel his show, saying, like, well, we can't have 10,000 angry black people in one area, and James Brown's like, oh, no, hell no. Fucking, we're having that concert. Let me talk to these people. Don't you worry about it. I'll take care of it, and so, you know, the mayor of Boston agrees, and they lets them have the concert, and in the, con- during the concert, you know, a couple of people jump up on stage to start dancing, and the cops start fucking beating them back, and it almost becomes, like, a big thing, and finally, James Brown steps in and tells the cop, hey, cops, fucking leave these people alone. let them come up on stage, and he lets people come up, and talks to the people and it calms them down and everyone goes back out into the stands and they have their fucking concert and everything goes smoothly. And it was this, you know, just this beautiful moment. And it, where, you know, James Brown calms everyone down, but at the same time, it's almost like you kind of see James Brown thinks, you know, Hey, Coming to see me is more important than anything else right now. So mm-hmm. go back out into the audience and let me fucking sing because I'm James Goddamn Brown. TP <laughs> TP, let me let me ask you
1: this: Do do you think that performance from Chadwick Boseman for
4: Get it Up was like should have been Oscar nominated? I don't know what else came out that year, so well, it's hard to well, say. I'm but- happy. I'm happy you said that.
1: <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm happy you asked because right. yeah, uh, the winner for best actor that year was Eddie Redmayne for The Theory of Everything. Not, I would not. yeah,
4: Chadwick Boseman should have been nominated.
1: Okay, so I haven't seen that
4: movie. I haven't
1: seen that movie, dude. He was uh,
4: fucking awesome.
1: It was also Steve Steve Carell for Foxcatcher again. I I'm, <laughs> I feel Uh, I've seen that. I, I it's
2: he's you you know, said Eddie Eddie Redmayne won though.
1: Yeah. Then you got Bradley Cooper for American Sniper. We know how Marky feels about that. <laughs> and then we got Benedict Cumberbatch for the Imitation Game, which I thought he was great. That's,
2: yeah, that's a great Cumberbatch.
1: And then uh, AJ, your boy, Michael Keaton for Birdman was the other nice. one. That's See, great. Hey, great based, performance. Based on that, do you think Chadwick Boseman should have been in that
4: conversation? Absolutely. Yeah, that, sounds, that, sounds like he was sure. awesome. Thank you. Awesome much like as James Brown. Awesome. Yeah. Good, especially because. You know, like everyone knows James Brown. You've yeah. you heard him and seen him, and Chadwick Boseman embodies him amazingly well. He, cool. he is so good. I, I'm actually, should because, like I said, I love James Brown. I've been a huge fan of his music. Andy stole my James Brown CD years yeah. ago. There it is. <laughs> yeah.
0: like, yeah. Back- and,
3: and the and you know what? The Oscars love giving. Uh, love nominating people playing real life. Know, doing mm-hmm. biopics and right. stuff,
0: you sure. know,
3: With Rami Malik and uh Freddie Mercury and all that.
2: Well, but why not? And I mean obviously, obviously even nominate...
3: Redmayne, of everything.
2: Yeah, and Chris Kyle for American Sniper.
3: Yeah, do you guys do you, right. uh, same uh, thing. Do you guys
1: also remember who lost their James Brown tape was Eddie Murphy in another forty eight hours <laughs> when the bus flips <laughs> I over? James Brown tape. <laughs> I lost my workman <laughs> and I broke my James Brown tape. <laughs> Great fucking moment. <laughs> Super underrated movie. Let, let but, me ask.
2: Uh, let me ask you guys. Uh, have you? Have any of you guys ever seen the movie "Talk to Me" with Don Cheadle? That's I the, have. With uh, P.D. Green. I so love that, that movie. That, there's that scene that when uh, I haven't seen the um, uh, Chadwick Boseman um, James Brown uh, movie, but when he was talking about the Boston, uh, the, you know around the MLK assassination. Is that the same thing where P.D. Green got on stage? Uh, wasn't he the? Wasn't that the same event where P.D. Green got on stage to introduce uh, James Brown at that event?
4: It. Uh, I. And I didn't it, see it, so I don't know. They, have, they didn't it, show him in the movie. It might have get been. Get on up. It yeah, it well, might P, have been.
2: Yeah, and PD Green's like a much less known person. I mean, the only reason that I'm that talking movie's about him awesome, because I saw that movie with Don Cheadle. Yeah, it was a great that, movie.
1: That's a great flick. Fucking the Blue Blazer shit is
4: some of the funniest stuff I've ever seen mm-hmm. in my life. But, uh, uh, but a really important Wait, movie. The Blue Blazer shit? Is that when they drop from the ceiling and die? Uh, sorry. And, uh, sorry. God, sorry. Jesus. An Easy. Owen
1: Hart reference. All Fuck. Right. Uh, <laughs> that's horrible, DP. You wrestling nerds. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh but no, that, that that's a good flick. Um uh, you guys should see that if you haven't seen that. Talk to me is a really, really good yeah. flick. You you enjoy. It. And AJ AJ loves Don Cheadle. I'm surprised he hasn't seen it.
3: Yeah, I do like John
1: Don Cheadle. That's your boy. You love him in Boogie Nights. It's like it's like one of your favorite I do.
3: Yeah.
2: That's good to hear about uh uh Chadwick Boseman and the uh, Get On Up movie—that's uh, what it's called, right? Get On yeah, Up. Get On Up. Um, you, know, you
3: know what? That's how a biopic right. should be done. We go through the years. With, you know what yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm. So much polar opposite to what they did for the Marshall film, where they just yeah, and yeah. Fo- forty-two, AJ. where they focused on just this one court case. Yep. Yeah. And the AJ, guy did. The guy did so much.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. And Aj. Aj. In forty-two, it was literally a half. Well. Uh, one season when he's fucking playing first base, like where he, he doesn't even play Although first I, base, like it's I, ridiculous. Like,
3: I kind of understand the argument sometimes because I didn't think Bohemia Rhapsody was very good,
0: neither. and that spanned
3: that spanned the whole you know a lot of the career. Uh, Rocketman was okay, you know, like, but that you know, it was a little bit better than Bohemia Rhapsody, but you know, I sometimes agree. they right, sometimes it's you know, you can hit the hit it out of the park with the biopics that spanned periods of time. and. I don't know if the, sometimes the director will be like, "Well, let's focus on this one every of time because these other movies couldn't pull it off. So let's try to let's try to hone in on this one period of time." All
2: right. So. Yeah. Well, uh, like what what I was uh, kind of getting at though was was the uh, oh yeah, you're fucking a cat. Um, the the Chadwick Boseman movies that right. I have seen, um, Twenty One Bridges. Uh, Black Panther, and actually, that may, have, may that may be the only two. But from what you guys have told me, you know, uh, I was I'm glad to hear that he was able to like stretch his acting legs for like get on up because it's, it's some of these other roles. Like it it sounds like I haven't seen all of them, but for me, it sounds like you know, I mean he was definitely. I don't know if you would want to say typecasted, but he was definitely starting to get thrown into these biopics, and uh, you know, he had like that swagger, that cool guy swagger that plays off in a lot of these. But it's it's good to see that, or hear rather, that he was able to uh, uh, play a, more of a range with James Brown as a as a character.
3: But don't you think playing characters like like that is what he wanted to do? You know, I mean.
2: Surely, I mean, that's a that's I mean, an I mean, playing, thir- playing Thurgood, oh, that way,
3: but playing Thurgood Marshall, do you did TW? Didn't you say he went to Howard?
4: Yeah, uh, yeah,
3: went, yeah he did, he did, he so did. did Thurgood Marshall. I think there was a, just cool. maybe in his heart, he wanted a
1: to really human, play being. a guy I mean, like, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, like, like I said, like, if you look at if you look at their, uh, sorry, Marshall and you look mm-hmm. at 42, I think there were some it's sad now because I think there were some missed opportunities because especially with 42 the Jackie Robinson story could be told so much better than what they fucking did in that movie it's such a, Jackie Robinson is such a deep dive, he's such a tragic guy and they made it into such a hokey fucking thing but, uh, and AJ from what you're saying um, uh,
4: Marshall seems to be
1: the same way and it's sad
4: um, it seems like a waste of Chadwick Boseman's talent. So a, wa- a waste of talent yeah. in general, um, well, yeah.
2: not it, just that, sad. but a waste not of the, Shad- uh, yeah, the all a waste the of the story. Yeah. yeah, right,
3: a waste of the the, the, the the figure that he's the person he's portraying. Yeah. I mean, those like, are massive. Look people. at Thurgood Marshall and Jackie Robinson. They like
2: massive they, people. They broke
3: down walls and they did all these amazing yeah. things. And like, and like I was saying,
1: and like I was saying earlier, Jackie Robinson turned out to be such a tragic guy died young was so upset even when he got out of uh, of the majors like the fact that they didn't dive into the the dark part of his story just shows that hollywood can be so full of shit at times
3: especially and, we have a huge opportunity
1: like that. right i mean that is such an important story yeah. he's one of the most important players in the history of the fucking Game of Baseball, and you just, you just like, oh, let's make sure Harrison Ford gets enough screen time. Go suck <laughs> a dick, Harrison Ford. Go, fu- I mean, I have no problem with Harrison Ford, but fuck you. Sounds like it's- you do. No, I don't. I really don't. But it's like, go, f- go, fuck yourself. It's not about him. And there were so many scenes. It's not movie- about
4: you, you mathematical dick.
1: It's about the what boy. <laughs> don't. What you did? Uh, I think I texted that to you the other day. But anyway yes. yeah. But, anyways, uh, yeah, guys, um, this week was was interesting. Um, such an important, such an important thing to talk about for such a guy. Uh, I'm going to call him a young man because I'm sorry. When you die at 43, you 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 die a young man. You a you mm-hmm.
4: younger than me.
1: Yeah, it, it, and, and I and, feel uh, like I'm
4: still a kid. I know and, I'm old uh, deep down, but in do my like mind, I'm a rookies? kid. Well, and yes. he was just he
1: was he was, <laughs> just, he was just he was just breaking out. Uh, you know, you know, he he maybe he, it feels yeah, like he, yeah,
3: AJ almost feels like he was kind of a late bloomer in a way, I was right? just yeah. gonna
1: say that, like he 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 came on late. I mean, you're you're breaking free at you know forty years old. Yeah, he, he got he was late to the party, but
2: he looked uh, great by the way. I mean, oh even, yeah, even with going through the uh, the treatment, I, I had no idea that he was forty three years old. Nobody, he knew,
1: nobody knew how old he was, that he was sick. He, he refused to let anybody know. He was married to the same girl for 17 fucking years. He was just a, a really, really amazing human being who also happened to be a fantastic actor who was budding at the right time in his life. And then, of course, you know, this... This, yeah. I mean, he was just ready to explode, and he was just ready to. I'm, I'm, I don't, he was exploding. He was, he was in the, yeah, he was blowing up. It reminds me a bit of of Heath Ledger in the fact that he just had that marquee fucking performance. It was your breakout. It's like, now I'm a superstar, and now I'm dead. It's just such a it's such a horrible fucking story, but at the same time, what a brilliant guy. And I'm, I'm really happy we got to do this tonight and talk about this guy. Cause he he really was a great actor and, and yeah, were the movies he was in all the time? <laughs> five stars. No, some of them sucked dick. Just like every movie, you know, any career you know of, any, of
3: anybody,
4: the worst movies he was in, he wasn't the problem in any exactly. of them. So exactly. Well, like,
3: that, yeah. that was my point with Marshall. Like, He didn't have um, the best story to work with, but he was the main attraction. He did a great job with what he was given.
1: Yeah, and and for what DP's saying, from what you've I need to see Get On Up. Like, I I need to see him play that. Because he is a talent, he was, I'm sorry, a talented kid, and uh, yeah, I I need to watch that. So I I will absolutely watch that soon. So,
4: Great. So uh, one one last thing, and then uh, I I say we wrap it up. But yeah. uh, you don't have any trivia thing... for
2: us tonight. What's that? You don't have any trivia for us for us tonight.
4: Um, no, no, I know. <laughs> 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 well, you should ask me earlier. All right. Um,
3: we have to ask right. me nicely.
4: Okay. Mm. <laughs> what movie? Don't. <laughs> up (laughs) all right so uh one the last thing for a guy that was battling cancer himself he went and like visited so many children that were in the hospital battling disease and dying like as black panther as the child would go there to you know, like lend support to all these sick kids, as he himself was also sick and never, never fucking led on to it. Was wow. like it, such a testament to clearly the type of person he was. So I'm, I, I'm very glad we got to kind of pay tribute to him, and uh, I'm glad you, we all got to talk about his films tonight. At
1: the here. end of the day, this was a really a really amazing human being. Um, And like, yeah, Dan, like you said, I'm happy we were able to do this because he deserves that. Uh, If we're, if we're, if we're doing any type of movie podcast and we're, we're talking about movies and and what's important to, to the art of movies. If we don't sit there and talk about a guy who is amazing as, as he was, then we're not doing this, this podcast any justice. So, um, Oh God, it's so heartbreaking. It's, it's like, it. I've thought about it. It's like, welled me up at times. A poor prick. Like I feel so bad for him and his family. It's just, it's just, it's such a rotten thing. But um, what, what a way to, to ride out your life, right? Yeah, right. right? Make six motherfucking movies while you're dying yeah and holy the massive, shit the biggest blockbusters yeah right who else can say they did that yeah i'm on i'm on death's door i might as well do five or six movies no one's ever said done that before
2: and being the three biggest blockbusters of film history yeah. and, what a brave and come from anderson south carolina i don't know if i uh expressed that enough there ain't yeah. shit from that town <laughs>
1: yeah yeah
2: what that's a, a small guy. southern town
1: more courage than the four of us combined will ever have. Yeah. Uh bad, bad motherfucker. Love that guy. Happy we did this tonight. Um God, I wish we got to see him for another fifteen, twenty years, but unfortunately we can't Yeah, I know, man. He had
2: great hair, excellent <laughs> <did>. beard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. yeah. Yeah. So
4: um I so let's see. Me? What next week is? Timmy, T. Doc. It's, it's back to your boy. CEO it, is it, on the clock. It, it is Did, back to. You. Do you have any? Uh, you want to give us any hints? You it's, gonna back, gonna it's back. to your suspense? boy. It's back to your boy.
1: And uh, um, well, I, I I I I had some ideas. I actually, um, well, I was blank. I was blank for a little bit. And then I, uh, I, I, asked AJ for some help because he's like, Hey, I have like a thousand ideas for show. So then I asked him and he refused to help me.
3: Um, that's, so that is not true. <laughs> you didn't respond to one of my ideas. You clearly don't like it. And I'm going to use it and everybody's going to have to do it. <laughs> that's just
1: going to be uh, how it boy. is. I see. I knew I was going to get a rise. I mean, that's exactly why I do it. Um, so um, I, I I have a few ideas for next week. So I have a couple things I want to do real quick. Um, so, a letter from HR is it? Uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. But um, I was thinking about pick a movie too, which is you know uh, round yeah. two of pick a movie, which is always I'll, fun. That, yeah, I like that a lot. It was a good time. Uh, I, but I was yeah, thinking, I, I was actually thinking about doing
3: pick a you mean, movie you mean but, Scott Clue versus the Thing Crawler that was
1: a great episode <laughs> but i was thinking about just making it specific so it's like it's pick a movie but it has to be like a really under the radar movie like like one of your favorites that nobody fucking knows about Ooh, uh, I I, I, right i would do it in reverse order like we did last time so this time around it would go Uh, Like Marky would pick for me. I would pick for DP, DP for AJ, AJ for Marky. I was thinking that. So I'm not sure what I'm going to do yet. There's that. I also had this idea about doing, you know, like a breakout movie type thing. I was also thinking about. uh, Love that uh, idea. Yeah. And I was also thinking about breaking down best movie villains of all time. I have a lot of things going on. I'm going to, I'm going to think over the next couple of days. What's the breakout
3: uh, movie thing? Shooter McGavin.
1: Uh, yeah, AJ, exactly. Uh, Marky, what I was thinking was we would all pick um, two actors, actresses, director, however you want to do it, but two each.
2: That and, you decide, out.
1: and you decide what was their breakout role. Gotcha. Uh, and that And make your argument for what it was. So I, I, I got some things working, okay? I haven't quite figured that shit out yet, uh, but I will figure it out, and I will let you guys know over the weekend, uh, the other thing I want to talk about is two weeks from today, because for our adoring fans, mostly it's your true, birthday. Yes, our adoring fans mostly. Hey, true, uh, uh next uh, two Fridays from now is my birthday, and um
2: 2017.
1: seventeen. Yes, uh, but I'm such a fucking loser that I still I have no plans uh, that night. So I plan on doing the po- the podcast with my boys on my fortieth birthday. However. As a birthday present from you guys, I want one of you to take over hosting for that night.
2: Okay. You no, guys I got little, it. whose turn will it be at that point? I got it. it.
1: It will be technically your turn that night. Okay. Uh, Marky. Uh so uh so I want somebody to take over for hosting that night because it's my birthday. And uh that that that'll be my birthday present. DP, you got it? Yeah, no, you, I've you, actually
4: I, already started planning this you got a dp
1: you you knew that was coming
4: oh yeah all right oh, we're yeah. going to have special guests and shit oh, oh damn all right Christ. dp's That's got it shit
1: this For is my, your life my, yeah right my birthday night this should be a lot of fun so i will i honestly guys over the course of the next couple of days over this weekend i will figure it out i got a few ideas like i said and i'll i'll i'll, I'll dumb it down but i do love pick a movie but i think if we can pick a movie and incorporate one of the other ideas I was saying, I think it'll be, it'll be good. So uh, I'll let you guys know over the weekend. We'll talk and then we'll do that next week. After that is my birthday. We'll have a lot of fun. And um, DP tonight, uh, great topic tonight. Yeah. Sad at the same time, obviously. it's
2: Yeah, a little bit somber of a topic, but I think we, uh, I think we covered it well and uh, didn't get too sappy about it. I, I,
1: I got a little choked up a couple times. The poor guy. I mean, but let's not
2: let's not do he was that like, let's be happy. i thought he was like 36 i had no, no idea he was no. 43 i mean he that's not amazing. even that old
1: he looked yeah. great it's amazing yeah. so um, crazy uh so if you guys don't have anything else tonight we can wrap if you guys uh have anything you want to throw out there if uh it's up to you um
4: all um, right well yeah one last time follow us on uh twitter follow us on instagram especially instagram is really where we Kind of post the most. Yeah. Uh, we're at Movie Council Pod. Uh, throw us an email, Movie Pod at gmail dot com. And if you're listening on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, uh, give us a review and rate us. Give us five stars, four stars, yeah. maybe five. If not five, then definitely five. But you know, review, rate the podcast. Apparently, it helps. I don't know how all that shit works, but it <laughs> helps. So. Yeah. uh and, no. and
1: if, uh, just so you know, uh uh the Booker Man, if you want to send us more emails, we love that. Uh please,
4: yes. we 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 Yeah, Bookerman guy I just made up. Uh <laughs> send us more emails. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're love gonna have, to hear from you. Yeah. <laughs> we we literally
1: need to do an episode of the Bookerman's greatest hits and watch <laughs> those movies. I think that would be fucking great. So uh uh so guys if uh if you have nothing else tonight, if anybody anybody has anything for me, AJ? I think we should should start like a
3: grassroots campaign to get people emailing us, so that every podcast we could do like a segment where we read email.
1: I love it. It's a great idea. It's a great I idea. We'll, we'll, uh, yeah, we'll we'll work on that. We can do it. It's happening. So
2: maybe that right, Nigerian guys. prince will email us back.
1: Yeah. 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 All right, boys. So uh, if you don't have anything else, DP, you got nothing. That's it, baby. Marky, just, AJ?
2: Just Wakanda forever, baby. Yeah, that's
1: right, man. Wakanda forever. Fucking great man that we lost way too early. Absolutely sucks, but uh, I was happy we were able to do this tonight and talk about him. And uh, really, uh, any time... We love movies, and we love the actors. This is why we do this, and we we, we love the people who do it, so... Anytime we have a massive loss like this, I think it's important that we we talk about it. And uh, this is great. Did we love all the movies? No, but we love that fucking guy. Yeah, and that's great. And, and uh, yeah, and it, yeah, he, he
2: was he was really blossoming and he was crushing it. I mean, it is it's yeah. I mean, we we've, we've already said it. I don't need to add anything. Right. We've already said everything that could be said. I mean, he, he could have done so much more. It's such a shame to see him go so early. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Chadwick Boseman, rest in peace. We love you. Your fans love you. Uh, I thought, uh, what a brilliant guy, lost too young. So uh, we'll we'll call it for tonight. We will pick it up next week. I need to figure my shit out, and uh, we'll have a great topic. And uh, we uh, we'll be talking to you a week from now. And uh, so that's it tonight. Good night. Love you guys. All right. Peace. Night.
4: Love you, mom.
3: The movie council is adjourned.